This episode is supported by Extra Gum. Make Extra Gum a part of your dating routine to keep you fresh and confident to help you get your ding back. That's why I'm like, everyone that goes on podcasts, I'm like kind of saying like, you want to listen to what I have to say about stuff a little bit. I don't know who'd want to listen to me. Like, <laughs> It's a lot, isn't it? Bailey Smith. <laughs> He's here. I feel like everyone listening is definitely a huge fan. Go, how are you going, Dal? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good. I'm so excited to have you here. I've been bragging to all my friends about it for a little while and because my friends are like, we're not we're not old, but we're just like 26 and up. And we've all been talking about it for a little while. I'm like, guys, that random hot AFL player is coming on the podcast. How exciting is this? <laughs> and then I posted on my Instagram saying you're coming on and the amount of DMs that I got, sickening. I saw you slide into my DMs probably, when was it, a month and a half ago? I just left it for a bit because I didn't know when the podcast was going to be. Okay. The and implication of me sliding into your DMs of me going, hey, baby. No, I'm kidding. Hey, <laughs> hey no, baby. No, I was very polite love and professional. That it was, ball. It was. What's it called when you do this? Handball. That's a handball. Yeah. Love when you did that yeah. on the weekend. Looked really hot. You were so sweet. That, I literally said, hey, dude, I'm recording <laughs> you for the podcast. <laughs> just to cl- I'll just say, I'm just saying what happened. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> What? It's all good. <laughs> it's all good, babe. It's all good. It's all good. So I want to talk to you because I feel like most interviews, well, every interview that I could find was like running. Um, <laughs> footy, yeah. Footy, training, you know, that thing, the handball thing. thing. Very, like, yeah. I guess fun people that like football, but unfortunately I'm not your target demo, even though I did slide in and at least <laughs> – <laughs> We're huge fans here at It's A Lot Podcast. But I kind of want to talk to you because I feel like it's very interesting, you, because all my friends know who you are. And do you think my girls, gays and non-binary babes know anything about AFL? No. I'm answering for you. No. I've been to two games. That's the way to do it, though. Yeah, 100%. So much fun. But it's also like, did I go for the sport, for the love of the sport? No, it was a pride game, actually. It was a Sydney Swans pride game. Anyway, LGBT pride. So... I think it's interesting because people do know who you are because you're, like, weirdly hot. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're not going to sit – we're not going to beat around the bush. Are we? We're not going to handball around the bush. No, nah, we won't handball. That's fine. <laughs> we won't handball. But he's like, does anyone listening to who he is, just quickly go to Instagram and look at Bazalenka or whatever it is. Anyway, <laughs> and accept it for what it is. But you're really – so much so that you've broken through – the stratosphere that is AFL. Like, I couldn't name you one other AFL player except that other guy with the mullet. Long in the back, shave in the side. Which one? He was on um, he- TikTok. There was like a TikTok moment. Oh, okay. And also Steph Martin. But I feel like there's this weird like, dichotomy of like you being an actual person and like a footy player and then also being, you're like Zach from Saved by the Bell. Uh, uh, I haven't watched it. I haven't watched that. You know why? Because you're four years old. But. <laughs> Saved by the Bell, Saved by the Bell, you're like, you have the same vibe as him. Like, everyone's obsessed with you. If you mentioned Bailey Smith, my DMs went off. How does that make you feel? Are you happy about it or are you kind of uncomfy about it? And you can say you're uncomfy. I don't know. The funny thing is that I actually don't pay too much attention to it. So I'm like, you say this and I'm like, fuck, you're gassing me up. Like, my ego right now. Like, don't, don't give me this. Like, cause I don't know. I know it's there, but I never pay attention to it. So it's like, it doesn't really affect me too much. Like, I do sometimes, but I'm not crazy aware of have you seen your instagram comments do you just upload things? i've seen i know the comments but i don't know if i'm relevant or not you know what i mean like like you're saying like it's hard to explain but the comments though they're pretty funny yeah i read some of them like you can't help yourself when i'm bored pretty funny yeah but you find them funny 
I find them funny. Like, how creative they are. Like, there are some creative ones. <laughs> but so, you obviously get, like, millions of DMs and you get, like, my entire For You page on TikTok sometimes. If you go out, I get bombarded. When I went out in Adelaide, yeah, that was a, that was a big one. Yeah, that was, like, two months ago. I don't know. Yeah, that's why I'm kind of not strict on where I go out and I make sure I'm with the right people because otherwise... That happens and just get filmed. It's annoying, but I just go to bars now. Not clubs is where it's bad, where everyone just films you. And yeah, because everyone's drunk. I don't know what's going on around me. Like I don't know what could be happening, and I'm just being filmed, touched. I got my shirt ripped at the SB once. If you know the SB in St Kilda, great place. So I was just dancing, and like literally five girls behind me, my favorite shirt that I can't fix now, unfortunately, just came up behind me. There was a little hole in it. Um, which I didn't mind because like it showed how tan my back was in summer, and they <laughs> put their finger in and just rip it down like and broke it and yeah the whole back gone and I'm just like dancing the rest of the night backless in this shirt fronts all good which is great a but backless moment it was just ridiculous and she's like a low back dress I don't know that's just not okay that was my favorite shirt but that's what happens I guess yeah but so you're you're okay because I think a lot of people a lot of the questions that I got that were actually legitimate questions that weren't just people saying like here's my phone number I give it to him. They were, like, asking about how you feel about being objectified because I feel like you, like, sorry, babes, but you are. Yeah. Like, the fact that I posted something and in 10 minutes I had to be like, you're all sick fucks. Like, you're, <laughs> like it was genuinely, yeah. like, a bit cooked. So obviously, when you started getting to footy, you didn't think, like, yeah, and I'm going to be this, like, sex symbol for Gen Z. I didn't think, no. That's why it was, I don't know, it was quite confronting at first and I don't know uh, I'm a sensitive person but that sort of stuff I don't know it doesn't get to me I think it would get to a few people because sometimes it's just a bit yeah a bit much but I don't know I find it funny I'm, I'm glad I can look at it in that way because otherwise it'd just be annoying but it's not too bad yeah. I feel like it's this weird thing as well though I, there's this one photo that you uploaded that was like this weird like <laughs> magazine cover or something yeah that I thought was so iconic and I looked at all the comments and like a lot of the comments were just like Wet emoji, like, oh, like you know, like the standard, yeah. like, oh, my God, he's so hot, taking their friends, like, my husband, like, vibes. But then, like, there were also comments, obviously, from, like, footy fans. Do you know which photo I'm talking about? Vogue. Yeah, it's Vogue, right? One, I copped shit for that. I copped a lot of shit for that, and I liked it. Like, I liked that shit. You liked copping shit? No, I didn't like copying shit. <laughs> I liked the photo. Because the shit that I saw was, like, you lost the plot, mate. What the fuck? As though him making a cute little Vogue cover. Yeah, I was like, it's cute, it's nice. And then the footballer I'm supposed to be is, like, there's that side to it and that sort of target audience that follows me is like what am I looking at right now like mm. what is this because they don't expect me to post something like that I don't know it's weird I'm, I'm glad that I can see that there's different people out there that follow me and will have differing like opinions but I don't know I really liked it but yeah apparently not for some people so you feel like you can't post that shit anymore because people give you shit not particularly that reason but like I'll steer clear from that now like I like it but I know I should probably just do what I like, but it's like at the same time, I'm like, it's just easier not, you know what I mean? Do you feel that pressure to be really hyper-masculine then in like a footy scenario? Definitely. I reckon that's a big thing, but it's good. I feel like we're steering clear from that though a little bit. Like even within my footy club, like we're steering really clear of that and a lot more because stereotypical like footballers and football clubs especially were very like toxic, like masculinity type places mm -hmm. and I feel now we're a lot more accepting of like literally everything and I think that's the best way to be but yeah you certainly feel that pressure to be like that. I think a lot of people who are toxically masculine or like feed into that toxic masculinity ideal mm. are doing it because I think that 
women won't find it attractive and they're looking through it like this male gaze. Yeah. And it's like all the comments yeah. on that, all the girls are like, this is so hot. Like I saw that and I was like, <laughs> this is so like, not. it wasn't even funny. It was like, oh, this is cool. Like, yeah. but all the men were getting like angry. Like they're mad. I know. You it's a- like I'm attacking them. Like, what? Why are you so insecure about that stuff? I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Well, it's an insecurity. Yeah. I don't know how to address that or what to do with that. But I feel like it's really like an Australian thing with like men and blokes. Like- it's so prevalent, like slowly dying out. But what we're blokes are just wanting everyone to be the same. Yeah, and just how blokey can you be? You know what I mean? It's just sort of what they expect, especially as a footballer, you to fall into. And it's like not everyone's like that, you know? Yeah. But do you think that maybe if you posted more of that stuff, then it'd be more normalised, and other players would post stuff like that? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. But like, I don't know if I'm willing to bite the bullet and post more of that stuff. You know? Because did you get like DMs, or was it just the did you get people getting actually mad at you? No, just the comments and it's like, I'll stay in my lane. You know what I mean? No, you should flourish in your multiple lanes. I will. I will. When I am confident enough, I'll flourish. So you're saying you need to get your ding back? <laughs> this is a free therapy <laughs> session. I'm loving it. But yeah, so, go. So you're saying to me, you don't feel like you're confident enough to be able to cop that. Because I've copped. I'm not sure if you've seen, like, I know you haven't followed me, but like, it's fine. <laughs> I've copped a bit of trolling over the past two years. Like, even like daily, I'll get like one, like, hope you die, bitch. And I'm like, Ugh. But how confronting is that at first, though? Like, I'm fine with it now, that sort of mm. shit. But it's so scary, like, at first when you cop that shit, like. Oh, I hate it. And I've had friends who play in AFL and you guys get trolled when you do something wrong in a game even. And oh, it's fuck. There goes the mic. Like that clumsy. When you're clumsy, you get fucking trolled as you deserve because you've just almost broken the mic. <laughs> I'll tell you what. That's actually really annoying though is how each week it's like I could do something this week where I'll just get tons of dams or if like some, like the amount of hate we cop for not getting this amount of disposals or kicking a goal mm. is ridiculous. Like death threats. It's yeah. Yeah. Kind of funny now. Like you look at it, but- yeah, it's just crazy. I mean, you're 20. This is the thing. Like, I was 23 when this started for me and it was so hard. Even I said people that are 23 shouldn't probably go on reality TV. And you're three years younger than I was when my whole thing started. How does that affect your psyche, do you think? Do you think it affects you in your personal life? Well, it used to actually affect my moods and stuff. But, like, now it's just like... I don't know. I just hear it as just noise. I hear the good and the bad compliments. I put them in the one thing. Because if you take good compliments and like they boost you up, you rely on good compliments to feel good. So I just put good and bad over there. It's just noise. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So then I just focus on what I'm doing today, really. Like, I don't know. It's weird. But I feel like, yeah, paying attention to that sort of stuff can be destructive, maybe. Do your teammates, do you talk about this stuff? Do you talk about like the trolling or the, you know, the lack of being able to upload your favorite Vogue cover? No, nah, not really. No, it doesn't doesn't come into conversation. Really? Like, I don't know. That's not all footy-related conversation, but it's probably not as personal as it would be with, like, my schoolmates, the people I grew up with and stuff, you know? Right. Because, like, I've only been at the club for, what, this is my third year at mm-hmm. the footy club. Yes, I love them all and I'm super close with them. But our conversations don't sort of delve into really deep sort of stuff as much as it would with, like, the people that I went to school with, like, I was with on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Like, Saturday night, I'd go out with my like best mates, my close mates. And yeah, those conversations are a bit more tailored to me, like Bailey, me, not Bailey the footballer. Because that's what you are at the footy club. Like you're the footballer there. And then when I'm with them, I'm like year 10, 11, 12, me. The, yeah. Oh, Baslenka v Bailey. I just think you should upload these things. Can you do, can you do me a favor and upload one more? Make, force him to get trolled. Well, just a little experiment. We'll see like what the reaction will be this time. Because I think the second time it won't be as 
confronting for people. And I think as well, the more you, like when I started talking about slut shaming on my Instagram, it was like people were so mad. And then that first post usually gets rid of all the dickheads. They're like, I'm unfollowing you because you did something that was, that was not toxically masculine. And then everyone else would be like, oh my God, this is just who he is as a person. Cause I think it's important for you to have, I know it's different to have an online persona and then to have, I guess you have three because you have like an online persona and then like a footy thing and then like Bailey. Yeah. Do you change, do you think, in those different settings? Yeah, a little bit, but I'm getting better at not having to change to the different setting that I'm put in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm getting better at just being who I am and just accepting it. Because, like, I go by a theory, like, when I'm 85, 90, I don't know, hopefully I crack the ton and I'm on my deathbed, like, I'm not going to give a shit about what I do today or, you know what I mean? Like, or what comment was said when I'm trying to live by that theory, obviously not to... I'm not getting anywhere with me telling you to upload that that post. I'm just. Oh, you've got somewhere. You've certainly got me thinking about it. Yeah, I have got you thinking about it. Anyway, another thing that I, another topic that I got asked about a lot when I asked about what the people, aka I think Gen Z women, want to hear from you was being the bachelor. And I mentioned this before we started recording and you said you wouldn't want to do that. Why? Uh, <laughs> no, nah, well, I'm, I don't know. Well, being the bachelor would be okay, but it's when you're fighting for the girl like because I'm quite a jealous person sometimes when I care about something I get jealous and yeah I just couldn't do it like competing for someone's attention I don't like that I don't get jealous unfortunately no so I my ex was like pretty cooked not sure if you could tell by all the things that I've said about him so far (laughs) but we were together for like four years on and off I have a whole podcast about it if you're interested in the gossip but I recently in therapy have realized that I had to turn off my jealousy because it would drive me mad if I was jealous at everything that he did so like he literally how do you turn it off though because you just like get numb to it like you're not doing it like on purpose kind of but you get you'd be so angry all the time so i would just like cop everything that he did like everything that he did like and and even now i have to work on like getting jealous again or like allow myself to feel jealous because i'll just block things out or not go do you go searching for stuff nah i used to when i was bad i used to but I, I get what you mean by becoming numb to being jealous and stuff. Like a good level of jealousy is good because you obviously care about someone. Yeah. But I feel like it can be really detrimental to like relationships and stuff. Yeah. I think I just think like if someone wants to be with someone else and they will. Yeah. Like on The Bachelor, I was just like, well, if he wants to not choose me, then he wants to not choose me. I was still Devo, but I was like. Yeah. But it'll well, be what it'll be. Like, yeah. Yeah, and I want to be with someone that doesn't want to be with me. And I think if you're in a relationship with someone, if they're going to do something shit, they're going to do it whether or not you're jealous unfortunately, they're just a shit person. I don't really care enough, you know? But also, like, coming out of a relationship, I feel like you're going to be jealous regardless. Like, there's going to be some level of jealousy regardless Mm. of what they do. So, you just got to expect it and just cop it. Like, it sucks, but yeah. Okay, if you were The Bachelor, obviously the girls would love it, but unfortunately you're too young for that. I just want to know, like, what does a date night look for you? Because I feel like, do you get, like, nervous? Before you go on dates with girls, like, have you gone like first dates with girls since being like I have in AFL? And have you been like, I'm nervous, or do you just oh, not care? Even before that, I just get so nervous, like, really, so bad. Yeah, pretty bad to be honest. Like, what do you do to help it? So when I was like super nervous in my notes, I'd literally write because the worst thing is like awkward silence. Like, I don't want 
if I get like, I'm done. So I had like a few like pointers, like almost like I was going to a speech and like, you know, I have dot points, like little- Palm cards. Exactly. So I had that in my notes, like just for worst comes worst, which I never really need, but it gives me confidence that going into it that I've got it there. You know what I mean? Because half the time it's like, you go there and you just can't stop talking. It's good. Like, yeah. I'm normally, I find it pretty good. Like when we're talking and stuff and I don't run out of things to talk to. I don't know. I have that as a backup in my brain. Do you have- a notes on your phone with these things in it right now. Can you? I'm not getting. No, me? I'm not doing that because it's specific to the person. Bailey Smith, get a grip. Read some out. No, they'll be from ages. I got a new phone. Bailey, I don't care. iCloud, babe. Everything's in the cloud. No, nah, because the family's in the cloud. I've had a few dramas there. With yeah, so I'm off the cloud. I don't have a cloud. A cloud's not allowed. Everyone's stolen in- your Vogue covers. No, I, <laughs> I wish it was Vogue covers. But anyway, we'll move on. <laughs> Can you find some examples? More general would be like what they're studying. Like I could do a little background check, a little this and that of the person that because they're normally in my circle that I grew up with or I know of them. I haven't gone on a completely random date yet, which would be terrifying. It is. But like, yeah, just normally things that relate to them or what they're interested in. I find if you bring the topic of conversation to something they're into, they'll take a hold of it and talk about it. So if I was going on a date with you, I'd talk about anti-vaxxers and you just talk for an hour and we'd be fine. Oh, you know what I mean? So romantic. Like, that's exactly. <laughs> but if worse came to worse, I'd bring it up. If worse came to worse. Oh, the bachelor thing. Yeah. You know, I went on a date with a guy a couple of months ago. I went to his house and he told me, because I was late because I got lost on the way to his house. Like I like, I was driving like two hours to get to it. And I was like. That's pretty loyal. Two hours. He was worth it. But I got there and he was like, I was kind of nervous. So I watched your Bachelor finale. And I was like, why the fuck would you watch that? And he was like, I know, like, it was really intense. So I had to turn it off because a, a lot of awkward silences and, like, you just staring at this guy while you got dumped. And I was like, so a minute before I rocked up, you watched me get dumped on a rock. Thank you That's so, so much. Stiff. I know, I know, but bless him for telling me. that he's done that, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, gone to the effort of, I don't know if you find that cute or do you find that a bit? I mean, I found it cute, but I was also like, uh, I, I was like embarrassed that he'd yeah. watched the Because I don't like people bring out The Bachelor to me. I'm like, that didn't happen. And I got dumped. Everyone said, you like the experience? No. No. <laughs> what the fuck? I like the experience. Okay. So that's what you do to prepare yourself. You like get your little notes. You have your list. Yeah. If I don't feel like I'm, I can clutch it in the moment. If I don't feel like I'll be good. Depends how I feel on the day. Do you go to the bathroom to look at your notes and you're like. No. No, they're on the top of my head. Like preparing for a speech, I'll have a few key pointers up there. But if obviously if worse came to worse, into the toilets I go, brainstorm again. Well, you know. <laughs> call the boys. You gotta do what you gotta do. It's call the coach. <laughs> uh, call your therapist, me. I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. Calm down. Just tell your insecurities. But do you have any topics that you like that you really like talking about? I love food, traveling, cooking a little bit. Like I love the idea of cooking, just not doing it because I can't be bothered. Like Cleaning. I go through phases, cleaning. The cleaning of us, the cooking, nightmare. Yeah, shocking. But even like going to all the effort of getting the ingredients, doing it, and then it tastes like shit, but it looks really nice. Mm. Like that's what I do for the gram. I'll make it look really pretty, but it's so bad. Oh. Like I've done a few pizzas and it's just <laughs> so bad. My gnocchi like looks so good, but oh my God, tastes so bad. Do you make a fresh gnocchi? Nah, I've tried that. <laughs> I've tried that. Pasta dose. A tough gig for me. I can't. I can't do it. Pizza dough, I can do. Pasta dough, no. You know what? Hands too strong from handballing. Ah, uh, true. Sorry. You need a delicate touch <laughs> to get the not gassy fluffy. Hi, dolls. It's me again. 
Hasn't the dating app scene just been a major source of entertainment to fight these blech, fun times we're in? Well, I partnered with Extra Gum to chat about how freshening up can give you that confidence and help you get your ding back in the dating world. So they've been doing Zoom dates, right? Like very cliche, very 2021. It's the usual fun, you know, my face is on, my fit is fresh from the waist up, from the waist down, my pants are elasticated and my feet are in slippers where they belong and where they are literally right now, actually. But I just don't feel like I'm any good at this stuff anymore, to be honest. It's been such a long time since I've dated IRL and I'm definitely not on my A game. That's why I've partnered with Extra Gum to chat about freshening up, feeling confident and getting your ding back while dating. So if you are looking for, in theory, you're looking for a new partner. <laughs> I'm getting so nervous about asking this. Um, but like I was about to say lady, which is not how I speak. Like when you're looking for someone, like if you're like on the apps, like meeting someone new, what do you find attractive in the, that person and why do you think that is? That's a good question. What do I find attractive? I don't know. I find not just photos of themselves. I want their like this. I want their Instagram to be like all of them. You know what I mean? Like or whatever I'm looking at. Obviously, that's hard to do doing encapsulate who you are in one thing but Mm -hmm. if it's just like bikini photos or you want a night out like I want not you just at your best I want you like I know you know what I mean like out for brekkie or like I don't want the stereotypical layout of everything but I find it's hard to get a gauge on someone on social media like I don't know you just got to meet the person and just bite the bullet and just go and meet them and then you'll get an idea and then when you do meet them what are certain characteristics that you like in gals Nice person. You'd hope so. Um, Babe, that's baseline. I did a rant about this recently and how I think saying someone's nice is an insult because I think it's boring. If I brought a partner to meet my friends and they said, oh, they're nice, gone, dumped. Well, someone interesting. Like, I just want you to be interesting. When someone's passionate about something, I love that so much. Like, and they're talking about something that they're in love with. If it's art, cooking, I don't know. I love that. I know someone with a passion. Buying groceries. He's like, fuck Buying yeah, groceries. I found them. The person's going to buy the <laughs> Oh, going to the supermarket's so fun. If it's you the can't best date ever. Thank you. Someone that agrees with me. If you can't find fun in going to the supermarket, like, I don't know, you're in trouble. Like, I love that. Like, it's so fun seeing all the specials and like, what am I going to buy? Like, what is there? Like, okay, what's the special? The entire Bachelor, everyone was like, what do you want your date to be? And I'm like, I want to go to the fucking shops in a denim skirt, a T-shirt, no makeup and be like, what are we going to eat for dinner? Yeah. Oh, this will be See, exciting. See, that would be a good first date, go to the supermarket because I find you can find a fair bit out about someone going to the supermarket, how they operate, like with a trolley or their basket person, what are we getting for dinner? And then you've got to cook it together. That would actually be good. Probably a bit deep end for a first date, but hey. I don't know if it is. I feel like we should just go deep end with first dates at this late stage. I mean, it is the world is ending, so it's like we've got to hurry exactly, up. Exactly. Who cares? Yeah, just, <laughs> just do it. Just go. Who cares? <laughs> Although you can't go to the bathroom to look at your little notes. Exactly. Oh, you can pretend it's a shopping list. No, no, no. You can pretend oh, it's a shopping list. Uh, one sec, shaking while looking at the phone. <laughs> Has anyone ever pretended they like something that you like, like AFL? I like- feel like I do that. I do that with TV shows. So I can sort of gauge the person on what TV show they would like, I feel. Okay, and, and I'll what pretend TV that show? I'm into it. So, like, for example, like Gossip Girl, that's a really basic one to start. Mm. So, like, either that, like, I've watched that. I've got to make sure I have enough content to talk about if they go, want to go deeper into the TV show, trying to, like, create conversation with them. And then there's Game of Thrones, that one. Yeah, I've seen Yeah, that one. Lots of people were into that. And then Riverdale, like that was one that you'd sort of bring up and gauge the person like 
if you're struggling for topics of conversation back in the day, I'd, yeah, go on about that. Well, that's fun. Um, I love talking about TV shows. TV shows are sick. I don't watch really. Oh. Honestly, but yeah, I though, pretend me, I like it and then just let them wander off on the conversation. It's just. I feel like I don't really watch. I watch Real Housewives. Maybe you should go to Real Housewives. My attention span's probably not good enough to watch a TV show. Yeah, this is the thing. I get like distracted or I get like, I just go on TikTok while I'm watching it. And then I've got like my computer up with TikTok with the TV and it's like How three long screens. How long do you spend on TikTok? Because I deleted it because I literally didn't use it. I'd be like, I'll try and see what's so exciting about it. I'm more just scroll Instagram, like my For You page on Instagram or Suggested. Yeah, I spent a lot of time on TikTok. I deleted the app because I was spending too much time on it and then I got it back. And now I like can't, it's like a full addiction. Like I'm, I'm actually might so delete it today. therapist, come on. Babe, my therapist is dealing with bigger issues right now than TikTok. She's dealing with my fucking childhood trauma at this late stage. She's dealing with some heavy shit, too you know? Much. Yeah, fuck. TikTok's the least of your worries. Yeah. <laughs> Babe. Babe, I was dumped on TV three times. That's pretty st- Three times. How do you have three? Okay. <laughs> Okay, we babe. won't go into it. No, because no, you don't no. like talking about it. Done. So no, I fair. won't talk about it. No, you know what? Now that I'm glad that you brought it up. The first time was a genuine dumping. The second time, I didn't give a fuck. I was begging to go home, but they made it out like I was Devo, even though I was crying because I wanted to go home. So, like, she's crying because she's sad. That's what no. TV shows do, don't they? They will, yeah, like, I've cut. Heard- <laughs> yeah. It's fucked up. Well, I, I don't. <laughs> but no, that's no, no, so but like, stiff. Yeah, it's fucked. That's- Unfair. Because I was crying to the producers being like, I just please let me go home. I don't want to be here. I don't like anyone here. And they edited that so that like I was crying about the guy that dumped me, even though I did not care could not give a fuck about him. And then I just wanted a hug in the jungle and they made it out like Ash was off me. But I literally just wanted a I just wanted a fucking cuddle. Like I was just I was very touch deprived. I got messaged by Love Island to go on Love Island. I don't think they understand my schedule, how I can't just stop going to footy. And that was my one nightmare if I ever went on a show, it would be like them cutting things and making me portraying me as a bad person or like worrying about something that I'm not. And it's like, please, I don't like giving that someone that much power. Like it's scary. Yeah. I want to ask about dating at this level of fame because I think it's a really random level of fame to be at, particularly in Australia. And I think it's this weird medium level where it's not like you're not known, like you're very recognisable. I mean, the hair doesn't help, but it also is great. So like I think keep it. It's the yeah. most iconic thing, but like it's obviously quite recognisable. Yeah. But also, you're not like Nicole Kidman, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is like how I am. I'm not Kylie Minogue, you know, you're not Nicole Kidman. It's our burden we have to live with. But it's also like when we also get recognised and like, an- like, not annoyed, get spoken to when you're out Speak having yourself. a date yeah. and, you get, and you get like really nervous. Like, I went to get my antidepressants with someone the other day. It's like someone that I was hanging out with. And... We got recognised in the pharmacy of me getting my antidepressants. No. I know. And he just laughed at me because he was like, that's fucking hilarious. And I was like, it's not hilarious. It's fucking embarrassing. <laughs> not that antidepressants are embarrassing, but it's just like when you're with someone. Oh, it's just a private thing. I don't need that, you know. Like- well, I don't really give a fuck. I talk about it all the time in example A, run the podcast. But what I mean is like it's embarrassing when you're with someone and you're recognised. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. No, I find that embarrassing. It makes me really uncomfortable because it's like I personally feel like I'm not worthy enough to be recognised. Yes. And it's like. It's just don't. Like, I just, nah, it's not a thing. Like, I, why would you want to come and take a photo or talk to me? Like, I'm just here shopping. Like, I'm a loser. Like, don't. You know what I mean? I think it's hard to, to like, date at this level because do you ever feel like you don't know? Their intentions? Yeah, yeah, because I feel like that sometimes. And, like, for the right they- reasons. Like, yeah. That's what they were saying, maths. Yeah. Or, like, those dating shows. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I have in the past, like, yes, that would be tough, but I sort of stick within my circle of people that have known me for 
a long time or that I know of and have known of for a long time before football and stuff, which sort of keeps me confined a little bit. But yeah, certainly if I went out and delved into like the real world of like people, I feel like it'd be really scary to like, you could, how could you know if they're like the right one and really, I don't know, it, it'd be too hard, like too much of a mind fuck. I can't do that. Yeah, it is yeah. scary. And it's also like, see, I have a thing where I think they're dating me is a joke. We've spoken about this in the podcast before that I'm scared that I'm getting pranked. People are like, ha, she's such a loser that I'm going to date her. Like, that's what I get scared of. You obviously wouldn't. Um, <laughs> I'm, I've, again, made bigger things in therapy to talk about <laughs> than the fucking TikTok addiction, like, you know. Um, but have you ever felt like someone was trying to date you that was being sus? Obviously, besides around DMs. Like, have you ever gotten close to dating someone where you're like, this is sus? Or you just don't even No, I just don't. Randoms? I stay clear because I'm like. Because you don't trust anyone. Nah. No, and we spoke about this before. Like, it's not it's not worth trusting anyone. Is that a bad way to live your life? Like, obviously, some people, yes, but I'd probably err on the side of not from my experiences. So, like, oh, what are your experiences? I'm not getting. I I'm not I'm not about to tear up on on your podcast. No, yes, you are. But <laughs> Bailey, it's a safe space. It's only you, me, and Elise. <laughs> no, but I feel like what I've learned is it's it's better to keep your cards closer to you than. The other way. I used to be the other way. I used to be open to absolutely everyone. And I feel like it's easy for people to take the piss out of that or what things that are serious to you, them to go and tell the whole world or whatever. Like it's just probably better to find the right people to share sort of stuff too. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like your personal life is then just always gossip. Is that yeah. kind of how you feel? And it's like they, yeah. they like knowing something about you that no one else knows and they tell everyone it's kind of like, oh, look what I know about Bailey. And then it's more like a, you've actually just fucked our friendship up. Like you've not yeah. – this isn't cool. It's not cool to know about, you know, my TikTok addiction. You fucked me up. Like I'm not trusting anyone. Like unless you go through several tests of trust and if nothing's leaked, then we're fine. What are the tests? No, like you tell – like slowly drip feed, open yourself up to someone and then – just see how they go with it if it comes out into the public or like the like public, I mean like friendship groups, it gets gossiped about or whatever. I don't know, they're not specific tests, but you know what I mean? Like you got to make sure you can trust them first and mm-hmm. slowly, you yeah. Know, dabble See, away I that. just tell everyone everything online anyway. That's, that's my way of dealing with it. I just literally have a thought and I get my phone because I – and this is um, so scary. No, but it's not. But it's not because the reason why I started doing that was because I was always scared of things coming out. Like when I started seeing people, I'd be so scared of getting papped. I'd be so scared of getting people in Brisbane because Brisbane's so small. Like people finding out and then telling someone where I was and blah, 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 blah. And then I just- so you get someone, the front foot, do it first. Like I'm here yeah. with this person. Like you just live your life yeah. openly like yeah. that. And even things that I, I was scared of coming out in the media- I would post about it on Instagram specifically to not have articles about her secret life. Like I just – because it just becomes gossipy. And then once you do that, there's one article about it and there's nothing more. Otherwise, everyone speculates. So when you when you go on dates, say if you were out and about, backless dress moment, you've got your shirt ripped, you're like my tan back is – everyone can see it. Everyone wants a slice. <laughs> do you feel like you have to live up to this like elevated like mid-level celebrity vibe? Like do you get nervous that you're not what they expect you to be basically? No, I don't actually because like I've been told so many times that I'm not what they expect me to be because – like I'll literally have a conversation with a random for 15 minutes, 20 minutes on a night out just because I'm interested in what is happening with them. Like I get really interested easily in people's lives and like, conversations. I don't know, I love talking to people when I'm out. And I'm not like when I go out, I'm not like a presence. Like I sort of 
not hide. I don't want to be like the center of attention. But if people come and talk to me, I'm like, yeah, 100%. Like I just am normal. Like I'm talking to you mm-hmm. and I'll just talk for ages. But that's the issue though is because we get stuck in conversation for so long. Yeah. And then do your friends get annoyed at you? Yeah. Same. So annoyed. Like they get so pissed off. Like walking down Chapel Street, stopped every literally like five meters on a Saturday night and they get so mad. And like I can't be rude and say no. Like I – especially when it doesn't affect me and I don't care if I'm talking to someone. Like, you know. Yeah. And you don't, don't want to be, like, the person to be an asshole. Like, they're like, like, they could be the biggest fan in the world and be playing it cool. And they're yeah. like, I can't get a photo. And you're like, nah. Like, no. And then if they no. say something interesting, you want to talk to them. Yeah. Well, you can't say no as well with, like, photos and stuff because that's their little 30 seconds or however long they get, like, a glimpse of you. It's like, I want to, like, I care what people think about me. I want it to be the most perfect 30 seconds. Mm. So... It kind of fucks me up a little bit, but I certainly don't want to be mean to anyone and be like, no, like, leave me alone and just all, like, not talk to them, whatever. Yeah. I was rude to one person one time because I was walking down, I think, Chapel Street, Melbourne. I really know Melbourne that well. And someone got out to me, oh, my God, it's Abby. And then she was like, say something funny. And I was like, I'm not your fucking monkey. Like, what do you want me to do? And I was like, no, come from a well, meeting. I got yelled at for not giving a girl a hug. So I was like, I'll, I'll talk to you. And she's like, can you just give me a hug? I just want to hug, please. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm not here to give hugs. I'm here to just have yeah. a drink and a little boogie when we were allowed to. And she full got offended. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm just not here to give you a hug. Like, I don't want to. Like, go hug them. Like, I'm not in the mood. Sorry. That's probably the most ruthless I've been. I'll have a conversation with you, but I'm not <laughs> not hugging you. Yeah, I think yeah. They, you owe them exactly what they want. Like, you giving the conversation is really lovely, but the hug doesn't need to happen. So, do you have any tips for dating or being – because you seem, like, pretty, like, chill within yourself, which is really confusing. Elise and I are like, why is he so calm? Do you have any tips for, like, I know me and Elise? <laughs> like, how to be calm or, like, how, how to be, be like, because you just don't really seem to, th- well, you don't care what people think of you, but it's, like. You're so confident in who you are and basically we're both just, like, cripplingly unconfident. Mm. And people um, think that I am and I'm, like. Yeah. So, like, could you, what is your secret? Oh, my secret. I don't think there is a secret. I think it's fake it till you make it. Like, fake it till you feel confident enough. Like, pretend to be confident and you'll become confident. Like, I'm not confident all the time, but you may as well front up trying to be confident no matter how hard it is because I find you'll actually become that, like, somehow. Because there's been so many times where I've been so intimidated, like, either it's a crowd that I'm walking to of people that I'm, like, scared of and, like, you know, that whole, like, social anxiety sort of thing. I feel like if you pretend to be confident, it'll happen. Like, you just got to believe it. Try to. It's so hard to, especially when you're so either insecure or just nervous or whatever. Just, yeah, fake it till you make it. Okay, so... When you do go into a room and you get nervous, is the only thing you do to get your ding back just fake to make it? Like, what about like a like, big game or something? Like, do you get nervous for that? And do you have any like pregame rituals that will make you feel more confident and like calm about the sitch? Yeah, well, pregame I get nervous, but I don't know. I just trust that it'll be what it'll be. Like, if I'm going to a crowd where I'm nervous, I just make sure everything from my how I look to whatever is fine all i gotta do is talk and do all that but yeah going to a game i got a few rituals a few things that i do like i wear the same pair of socks each week just same routine listen to my music blah blah blah. pretty boring simple stuff yeah how to get your ding back i don't know present yourself beautifully um (laughs) smell nice from your breath to your aftershave like everything what cologne does bailey smith wear i'm actually i've got a shame worn one in my 
thingo. It's trust me, it's so nice. Or I've got my Chanel or Calvin Klein, depends on what I'm doing. But yeah, I find the way you smell from obviously your breath, get some extra in you, to just your, I don't know, your aroma, like that can leave a mark on someone so easily. If it's a good one, hopefully a good one. It can leave a mark, can't it? Well, it does on me. Yeah. Hot. I asked you at the start of this, well, producer release asked you before we were on Zoom if you had any nightmare fuel for me because I really like finding out the worst moments of everyone's dating life because I've had so many. Do you have one for me? Do you have any bad dating stories for me? I do. My nightmare story was, this was after last year, like the season when we're in, we we're in the Gold Coast for like four and a half months. So good. Got the best tan. And then we went to... Where to go? Uh, Port Douglas. And this was grand final day. I took a photo of the pub I was at and put on my story. And within 10 minutes, Port Douglas, I had 30 people. I reckon I was sitting out the front. Within 10 minutes, like coming in waves, 30 people of pulling up in cars asking for a photo. Shut up. And Port Douglas, like you have to drive an hour from Cairns, yep, yeah, to get there. And one guy drove from Cairns, like not within that period he knew I was in Port Douglas trying to find me just walk up and down the street and um yeah got his photo with me eventually so that's probably my biggest nightmare just that sort of stuff like it's happened at Yochi as well like if I take a photo of my Yochi what's Yochi Yochi Malvern it's a great place like frozen yogurt oh yum I love a froyo and people have rocked up there like at the place I was at within 10 minutes like lightning quick it's crazy yeah don't post until you're gone yeah. From the place. Idea. Yeah. I've learned now though. Yeah. I'm better. Elise has. I'm a nobody and I post things on social media and if someone I roughly know is like, oh, I saw you post a thing on Instagram. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. No, the internet is everyone. So is that like a, a scary thing to be like, oh, hey, here I am on holidays. And then all of a sudden all these people who like really love you, but also yeah. you don't bloody know, mm. just like rock up and be like, hey man, I want to rip your shirt and touch your face. <laughs> it is pretty scary because- I feel like a few people would know my routine because I post pretty similar like stories of where I am like on the weekend. Like so Chapel Street's my favorite place to go. There's lots of bars down there that I love. Stop telling them the information, Bailey. He's like, but he's they like- know. They know. <laughs> and they know specific bars I go to and it's just like the same routine each weekend. The point where now I don't post, but it is kind of scary knowing that they know like my go-to's where I like going and Stuff like that. I probably brought it on myself by posting it. Because, yeah, it is everyone you're posting it to. Like, social media is crazy. Yeah, and your engagement's super high as well. So, you like, literally everyone that follows you is watching. I feel like because I've got a younger demographic that are just all on their phones, especially during lockdown. Like, mm-hmm. I'm always on my phone too. It's so bad. That's yeah. probably why. No TikTok yeah. though. All right, I mean, ask you just, like, a few questions that I want you to answer. Let's play Extra Bits with Bailey. What's your star sign, Dal? Sagittarius. Interesting. Someone wanted to know, how often does your mullet get a full shampoo and condition? Probably twice, three times a week, depending on how I feel. If you want a footy play, what would you be doing? Something like businessy. I want to be a CEO, just earn as much money as possible. A CEO of what? I personally don't know. Just business. I'd study commerce, basic, and then just wing it. Yeah. Because that's what the greats actually do. (gasps) What would you do with a million dollars? Um, buy a house. Yeah, same. 
boring. Put if it I- towards my house. But if if it doesn't want to be boring like that, just holidays and spend as much money as I can. What would be the first, like, <gasps> this is a good question that I asked someone that is famos, was when you got your first, like, big paycheck, what did you spend it on? Nothing, like, significantly. Why well, just go out for lots of fancy dinners? So it just slowly evaporates. Yeah. Same. I, I just shout out Not in one dinner. big chunk. I just do lots of expensive things over a period of time. Yeah. Like treat yourself. You know? I mean, yeah. I just shout my friend's dinner as my little treat sometimes. Or drinks on a night out. It's just put the car down. You know when you're in the mood and you're just like, yeah. Rounds on you just feel- boys. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're on Chapel Fuck Street yeah. again. It's going to be so fucking good. <laughs> you get so many get hugs out. Someone asked, what's your favorite nightclub in Adelaide? I only went to one. That's... <laughs> That was the one where it was all filmed. Fats, it's called. Fat Controller. (laughs) How long do you wait to text someone after a first date? Uh, I'll try and not be the first one. Put it that way. Okay, can we discuss this? Because there's this thing that a few of my female friends, I'm just like, if you want to text them, you should just text them, right? And they'll be like, no, but he should text me because he's the guy. But if they never text you and you never text them, if you're both playing the same fucking game of chicken, you're never going to talk again even though you want to. I'll probably break first. I'd break first. Yeah. How long would it take? Like, I'd be the first one to message. Um, Probably, I reckon, is it, this isn't that long, like a day, two days. Yeah, two days is a long time to not talk it's to someone after seeing them. Yeah, but it depends how the date goes. Like, if you feel comfortable enough that they're not going to judge you by messaging them so quick, then off you go. But you don't want to be too easy, so. And my final question is, you may not know the answer to this, but I hope you do. What are your love languages? Touch is mine. Yeah. Touch, and then isn't it like doing favours for someone? Yeah. Acts of service. Acts of service, yeah. Yeah, That's what I've been told. I reckon. Quality time. Like, obviously, I love my quality time, but I also do love my own time. Yeah. This is the thing with love languages. It's like, yeah, all of them. All of them. Like, are you on bits and pieces of all of them? I'm not confined to two, but they're my two main ones. So true. Well, thank you so much, Bailey, for talking to me. I know it went for a long time, but it was lovely speaking to you. That was beautiful. And your glorious mullet. I'll be waiting for those photos yeah, to be posted. <laughs> Waiting to see that it's upload. Ongoing. Can you post yeah. it today for me? Today? <laughs> no. <laughs> I can show you today, but it's just, it's scary. I will one day, one day. One day when it's you get your thing back. Have some extra and then you'll be able to have the confidence. I'll just want to post it straight away. It'll be crazy. <laughs> yeah. I might do that now. <laughs> Thank you so much for talking to us. Look, I'll do it now. I've got, I've got a bit. Thank you so much for talking to us. It was so fun. Thank you, Bailey. Thank you. Thank you for listening if you made it this far. This episode is supported by Extra Gum. Make Extra Gum a part of your dating routine to keep you fresh and confident to help you get your ding back.